0: Hello, I'm John McElroy. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for Friday, March 9th. And now the news. The bad news, that is. Bad news for Fisker. First, the U.S. Department of Energy refused to give it any more money. And now it's in Consumer Reports' doghouse. The magazine bought a Karma to test drive, but it broke down with less than 200 miles on the odometer. And they could not get it started again. So they called the dealer and had to haul the Karma away on a tow truck. Consumer Report says it buys around 80 cars a year, and this is the first time it can remember a car breaking down just during the check-in process. And speaking of extended-range electrics, the Chevrolet Volt has become something of a political punching bag in the United States, excoriated by conservative commentators and most other Republicans running for president. GM says the Volt bashing has hurt sales. But as I keep pointing out, despite all the negative news about the Chevy Volt, it outsold the Nissan Leaf 2 to 1 last month, and it outsold the Mitsubishi I by more than 40 to 1. So are the slow sales due to Volt bashing? Or simply that consumers just are not interested in electrics? Volvo is the first automaker in the world to install an airbag that protects pedestrians. But will it really save more lives? Maybe. When I paid a visit to Fiat's research center a while back, the renowned Centro Stile, and asked Fiat's safety experts about these airbags, they weren't that impressed. Why not, I asked them. Because the airbag saves the pedestrian, they told me, and then that person bounces off the car, hits their head on the curb, and is killed or suffers severe head injuries. We'll have to see what happens when these things are in production, but they may not do that much. Ever since Angela Merkel became chancellor, German corporations have come under enormous pressure to put women on their boards. So BMW just appointed Milagros Kanya Andre as head of human resources and labor relations and given her a board seat. Daimler and VW put at least one woman on their board last year. Chevy released more information on the upcoming 2013 Malibu the base engine is a two-and-a-half-liter Ecotech four-cylinder that delivers an impressive 197 horsepower. But the real news here is the optional turbocharged engine. This two-liter unit cranks out an SAE-certified 259 horsepower with 260 pound-feet of torque. GM says that's enough giddy-up to propel the car from zero to 60 in just 6.3 seconds. <laughs> you know, that's pretty damn quick for a family sedan. In my book, anything less than eight seconds puts you in enthusiast territory. Mazda's pulling the plug on its CX-7 crossover. It had a rough start when it launched back in 2006, but recently it's been selling fairly well. The reason it's getting the axe is because it's kind of a tweener in the market. It's a little bigger than vehicles like the Ford Escape or Honda CR-V, but smaller than something like a Toyota Highlander. The new CX-5 is a more appropriately sized replacement for the CX-7. Mazda hopes to sell some 40,000 of them in the first year in the U.S. market. Last night, we had a great auto line after hours with Paul Schripperord, the guy who wrote the book about a Jewish engineer who really came up with the original idea for the Volkswagen Beetle. And after the break, I'll have more about that story. Look at this, Bridgestone's using natural rubber Researching ways to enhance its quality and performance and making their factories more environmentally friendly. Producing products that save on fuel and emissions and some that can be reused again. And promoting eco-friendly and safety driving campaigns. One team, one planet. Bridgestone. Every automotive enthusiast knows that Ferdinand Porsche designed the original Volkswagen under the directive of none other than Adolf Hitler. But a new book on the subject argues that a Jewish engineer actually came up with the concept. The book, Josef Gans, the Jewish engineer behind Hitler's Volkswagen, argues persuasively that Gans helped conceptualize the kind of car that the world now knows as the Beetle. Gans was an engineer and journalist, In the 1920s and 30s, he argued that German automakers needed to build a small, lightweight car using an air-cooled rear engine with a backbone chassis and rear swing axles. He even called it a Volkswagen. And Gans did more than just talk. He developed prototypes, starting with the Ardy Motorcycle Company in 1930. Though it performed well, it never made it into production. He was then hired by the Adler Company, where he built yet another prototype, which he called the Mycoffer, or Mayfly. That caught the eye of Mercedes-Benz, which hired Gans as a consultant, where he helped develop the 120h prototype, which shows unmistakable styling signs of the future Beetle. Interestingly, at the time, Gans was also a technical consultant to BMW. Finally, one of his designs, the Standard Superior, did make it into production. Only a few hundred were built, and only one is known to exist today, but what an iconic design! Later, the Bungartz company built the little boots that was based on Ganz's patents, as seen here at the Berlin Auto Show in 1934. Note the swastika in the background. Needless to say, being a prominent Jewish engineer in Nazi Germany was not going to end well and Gans fled the country. He continued to develop his concepts in Switzerland during the war, but they never made it into production. After the war, he emigrated to Australia, where he found work with Holden, but broken in spirit, unrecognized, and in ill health. He passed away into obscurity until this book came out. You know, this is a great story, and you can find that book on Amazon. Well, it's Friday, which means another edition of A Roundabout, and this week, it's all about Geneva. Here's Craig Cole. If you've watched Autoline Daily this week, you know the Geneva Motor Show has been churning out vehicles left and right, but we haven't even covered 10% of those reveals. Well, that changes tonight, because this week on Roundabout, backed by popular demand, well, sort of, we'll be talking about 60 brand new vehicles in just 90 minutes. Join some of your ROAB favorites, plus guest Aaron Bragman, live at 6.30pm Eastern Time at autoline.tv. But that wraps up this week's reports on the global automotive industry. We do thank you for joining us, and we hope we'll see you again on Monday.